Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, well, well. Good morning. Good morning. It's the uh, 11th of May, 2022. May 11th. And this is OneRadioNetwork.com. They call me Patrick Timponi. They call me a lot of things, but um, this is what they call me for now. <laughs> this body thing. And we have a lot to talk about this morning. A lots to talk about. It'll be just you and me and the chickens. I sure miss having chickens. I'm going to do that again someday. Have you ever had chickens? They're just so much fun. So much fun. Our phone number, if you care to join us, and I know the 800 line is working, is 888-663-6386. And you're invited to call and talk about anything that you want. doesn't have to uh, follow the line of uh, conversation that we're doing at the moment because I go all over the place. Because I can, and that's why I do. So, and I can take my time and do what I want, and um, just like you do, take your time and do what you want. We talk a lot about that here: is doing what you want. Just as such a simple kind of idea, but it really is why we're here on the earth plane to learn how to just do what we want. So I like to I like to write down my goals and my hopes and dreams a lot. And it's it's really good to be clear on them and to put them out there and when you write them down they're even more powerful. Any strong beliefs do you have? Throw those in there too because they may turn out to be um, resonating with the way it is, in other words, truth, or they may not, and either way, you probably want to know. But there's a lot of strong beliefs out there, and we all have them, and I tend to try to limit mine to what I know for sure. Other than that, I most often say it's my opinion and that's what we're all running on, pretty much on stuff, you know, his opinions. People talk all the time like the way it is, and it's all just opinions for the most part until you look and see, you look and see the way it is, and then you can say, well, now I know that. And that would be called wisdom, wisdom, when you actually look and see the way it works, and it's it's kind of tricky because we're we're dealing with so many inputs from all forms of um, of the media, uh, internet and radio and movies and YouTube and you know it's just and uh, it's easy to just believe what you hear and. 
Uh, it, but it's not really productive because we've all spent uh, lots of time just believing something and maybe lifetimes. And then we, you know, we come back again this time and find out the next time, well, wait a minute, maybe that wasn't the way it is. And, um, and then you see, it's not bad, we all, we've all done it and I do it and we've all done it, but um, there's, no, there's no value, you know, there's no value in it because we've just wasted um, effort and um, time, if you believe in such thing, which I don't, but we just wasted um, energy uh, when we could be doing something else that's actually productive and helps us to reach our goals. So beliefs are pretty much what's running um, the, uh, the earth plane right now, and it has for forever. Um, ever since the idea of media has been around and since the, the printing press and they figured out how to do uh, was it Gutenberg dude? I don't know when that was but they figured out how to how to put things on paper with print and then you know it was all downhill from then because everybody started telling everybody the way it was <laughs> from kings to people that would be kings to you know to whatever because that's what people do. So, because of this, uh, we spend a lot of time here on One Radio Network, most often on Fridays, but sometimes even days like this, um, when we're on alone, and really try to help you and me, because that's helping me when I talk about this stuff, to understand and to look and see how how it all works. Uh, look and see is actually the name of my second screenplay that is, um, you know, continually being rewritten, but we've entered in, into a few uh, sc screenwriting festivals and we're actually our finalist in the Manhattan as a New York screenwriting festival with Look and See and also The Real World of Money. So we'll see. It's good to send these things out to different um, contests and everything. But anyway, um, so this is what the second screenplay is about, is to look and see, which is what my um, dear friend and actually kind of a character in the character is kind of played off of him, he, him. His name is Nuva, an Ayurvedic physician, and He's a fellow that I met uh, back in 1986. He just kind of um, came into a, some land where we were trying to do an organic gardening thing and I was way in over my head. And I had met this crazy gypsy. I was fired from KLBJ um, in 86 for being too crazy. And I was pretty, uh, I was pretty out of control, um, because you can imagine, you know, I'm always straying off the reservation of conventional wisdom, and you know, and so angered a lot of uh, advertisers probably with some of my beliefs and talk show stuff. And it was very popular, but you know, you can only go so far 
with the commercial stuff and they I wasn't going to get in. I, 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 don't, I don't plan this, but I'll go ahead and tell you. Stories are great. So I was fired, and they just, you know, they... It's pretty weird, because, you know, it's show business. Uh, radio and TV is show business. It's not, it's, not a real, it's not a real job. So just like if you're on a movie set, and you're not doing well, or in a Broadway play, and your voice is going, and they just fire you, you know what I mean? That's just what they do. Uh... Uh, it's 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 a tough business. Uh, it's a show business, and uh, this is. So they just bring you in on a Friday and say, "Okay, goodbye." That's it. And see ya. I know it's weird, you know, after three years, but that's the way it works most often. Now, on some stations, not too often, they actually have program directors that. Uh, can can feel and hear you strain off the reservation too much and they'd like to keep you on and they would call you in and kind of work with you a little bit but that doesn't happen very often because uh, people don't have the, the wherewithal to do it they just kind of sit back it's kind of a passive aggressive kind of thing you know kind of a director rather than working with the actor they'll just kind of hold it in until one day the actor can't deal you just, goodbye anyway so they fired me, and um, a couple of weeks before that, uh, I was told about this uh, gypsy who lived in a purple school bus in Austin in a flea market that I should really go see him. So I went down there one evening before I was fired, and um, here was this fellow with a beard, and, and um, um, he had one tooth knocked out. He, he got a hit with a a billy club in the 1968 uh, Democratic National Convention when we were, uh, um, it was right before I got out of the service, when we were uh, there, the anti-war people were demonstrating in Chicago in 68, and it was a, it was a real mess. The police out there beating people, and, and uh, he got hit with a billy club, knocked his tooth out. But anyway, he was a real trip. He was uh, clear blue eyes and very spiritually evolved on some level. And on another level, he was really crazy as a loon. But he um, he read tarot cards, so I just went in there and I didn't know what to do. And he started reading cards and we started talking about spiritual stuff. And he, he had a great impact on my life for the, for the main reason that, um, I, you know, I saw this fellow, here he was, his home was a purple school bus. So he had two women who were living with him and a baby. And they just traveled around the country. So you can imagine, but, but I could tell just sitting there with him, he was probably the first person that I met this lifetime in the in the physical that was absolutely totally okay with where he was you know what I'm saying he was just okay and he had nothing a couple 
wives and a kid. We had nothing physical, money or place to live and a job or anything like that. What we call nothing. He had a lot. You know, he had a great relationship with the two ladies and the kid and and all he thought about really was spiritual stuff. Uh, but uh, so anyway, uh, well, I was just I was just um, quite taken by somebody who was just okay, right? And you knew it. You, you just can't fake that, right? In his eyes and his body, everything, the way he talked and. You just knew it. So that's something that I really wanted to learn because that's all I ever wanted um, was to be okay you know, with where I was. Not thinking about the next job or 10 minutes from now or, or 20 minutes from now or tomorrow. Uh, you know, any of that. I just wanted to be, you know, Taking the whole be here now to a to a whole other level, which is what the be here now people, you know, they talk about. Uh, I've not read any of the books because you're not gonna. But it's I'm sure it's fine stuff. Whoever the be here now people are, um, but that's really the, their idea. But um, so I start hanging out with them. And then I got fired, so I started hanging out with him a lot because where else was I going to go? You know? And um, we kind of conjured up this plan he did. Why don't, we, why don't we get some land and we'll do an organic farm outside of Austin and it'll give us something, to, a project to do. But we didn't have any money. I was living on Social Security, not, I mean, uh, unemployment. I think it was $140 a week at the time, which was, you know, I don't know, and um, unemployment. And that's how I was living, and he didn't charge for anything. He just did donations. He never charged anybody. He just, people would, um, people would give him money. And, um, but he was always drinking beer, too. That was the kind of his not the dark side, but his yin and yang of his spiritual evolution. <laughs> he, he just drank beer all the time. That's all he did. Constantly. So somehow we talked people I don't know how we did it. To uh, let us lease 60 acres on towards Dripping Springs and it had a creek and it was beautiful and it was right when the uh, the oil crisis thing you know was was hitting I don't know if you recall uh, late uh, 86 87 and, uh, and Texas really got hit hard and so people nobody wanted to buy any land and so so they let us go on there and lease this property and with no money, you know. <laughs> Think about it. 
So we went out there and we were starting. He was had this idea about some raised beds in wood, and you know we built some things. And I don't know, people donate money and give us food, and unemployment was paying for our food. The people out there, we slept in tents, and it was pretty pretty trippy. So I won't, I won't go on and on, but I can tell you some crazy stories. But but we were we were whacked out. I mean, we were just pretty much dazed and confused, uh, smoking a lot of marijuana, uh, doing uh, magic mushrooms, um, that kind of thing. So obviously we didn't have our our spiritual guns all loaded. Uh, we we were seekers, but you know you start messing around with uh, drugs and you're you're gonna go the wrong way because it's just a mind it's just a mind thing all drugs are just a mental thing nothing else all of it LSD everything ayahuasca all that stuff it's all a, my opinion it's just a big trap just a big trap all people think they've seen the light and seen this and all that and spirituality is a soul thing not a mind a brain thing and drugs just affect the mind so it's a big trap, my opinion. But anyway, so we go on and on, and then things got a little, as you can imagine, things got kept getting a little bit more crazy and no money, and this fellow started to get more crazy, and um, and I just knew that I was in kind of in deep water with this thing, and he had put me out there because I was on the radio as the head of this, and. You know, he was a smart guy. So, one day, I don't even know how much, how long, or maybe two months, three months, I just start praying that I needed help to get out of this thing because I was in way over my head and I knew, you know, intuitively that this is not going to end well and I didn't know what to do. So I just start praying and um, I think it's the first time I really prayed in a long time. I didn't know, kind of just God, right? And about a week after that, um, I prayed. Um, two fellows drove in this on the land in a, um, in a VW kind of bus thing. And one, one of the persons, peoples, humans, it was a big tall fellow with blondish hair, kind of some bedhead thing, real tall. Um, and I, the, I remember the moment I looked in his eyes, I knew that he knew something that I wanted to know. I mean, you know, I just knew it. I don't know if you've had, had one of those moments. I mean, I just knew it. I guess it's, yeah, I mean, just like, And he didn't say anything. This He didn't talk. Literally did not talk. He did not speak unless spoken to, which is pretty interesting. He's pretty much like that today, uh, 40 years later. I'm still good friends with him. Uh, he's my Ayurvedic doctor. And um, so I would... He would get up early and, and walk down to the creek and take a bath. That's where we took our baths in the creek. 
beautiful little creek. And I'd, I'd go down there because I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to talk to him about God and stuff because I knew that he knew stuff. And I was, you know, I, you can imagine uh, the condition I was in and pretty wound up. Um, marijuana and alcohol and maybe I drank my share of beer and so I was pretty wound up and I would be asking him questions and he just pretty much wouldn't say much anything until um, I kind of got down to a level mentally emotionally I guess where I could, he could actually um, talk to me and not waste his time there's a there's a biblical thing, isn't there about the mustard seeds throwing the mustard seed on on stones or something, and it won't grow. I, I don't know where I got that, but I think it's I think that's the idea that real teachers who know stuff they're, they 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 don't spend a lot of time just telling folks about what they have experienced or what they possibly know to help them unless they have an audience that actually um, cares, has asked them, and has the capacity to actually hear them. And there's some kind of thing about that. So it took a while for, for him to even start saying anything. I don't know how long. It's been a long time. That's what, 96, 2000? Almost 40 years, right? So eventually, he started to give me a few little tidbits, not much, just enough to get me going. And I stopped doing marijuana and alcohol and kind of got my head clear a bit. And... um, He was the first person to use that saying, you know, well, how do you know what, what is? And I went, how do you know what the truth is? I kept asking him, you know, how do you know? Because I would sit around thinking, well, what is? You know, you'd sit there and you go, okay, what is? Does that question make sense? I mean, what? how is it? I think that's how I phrased it. How is it? How is it? Ask yourself that question one time. How is it? I mean, is that real? Is that real? Is this real? Is and um, and I've always remembered that, and hence titled the, my screenplay about that. And think about it: is the only way we really know how it is, or truth, or God, well, however you want to phrase it, is to look and see. We've talked about this a lot, right? To look and see how it is. You look and you see, oh, that's how it is. Oh, okay. That's not how I, not, not how I think it is. It's different. Or not what somebody said. Or I read this and, oh, that's how it is. No, it's to look and see. So as a spiritual being, in a body, it's a real effort to do that because for the most part, we spend lifetimes 
walking around looking and seeing and we see the matrix we see the news um, most we see just images and uh, thoughts in our mind and so we this is what we think we believe and this is this is why the world is bonkers because it's not the way it is it's the way we humans believe it is and the more we believe it is and the more it is and then it's just you know it's just earth and uh, this is what the religionists call the devil or Satan um, the forces that want us to believe that this is the way it is and when we believe this is the way it is and then we um, are not looking at truth or God or spiritual stuff and this is what the lower forces want us to do to keep us here this is why we're here to learn that this is not where we want to be <laughs> it's pretty funny when you think about it right? this is why we're here on the earth plane to learn that this is not where we want to be permanently that we want to graduate to another reality that is not so bonkers. And it's a little bit easier to navigate. And there's all kinds of realities everywhere. Astral, causal, mental, phew, etheric, soul plane, and billion, I mean, infinite number of realities. And they're there. And the only reason we stay here is because we think this is what, where it is, where the action is. <laughs> so we do that, and we've been doing it forever and ever, and lifetimes, and this is what we do. And uh, we don't really get it, uh, so one lifetime. Um, and, um, you know, and we join some religion, and we spend lifetimes in a particular religion, but doesn't get us anywhere because our religions are just pieces of the pie. And then most often we have to come back here and do it again until we get it. I got this one this morning. Oh, let's do this first. If I can find it, I put it. Our phone number is triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Email Patrick at one radio network dot com. Uh, this is on sale right now from Daniel. 
before I start my work day, I like to get my workout in. It makes me much more effective throughout the rest of the day. Now, one of my favorite supplements to use in conjunction with my training is Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. These are sustainably and humanely harvested from US free range animals. Now, what's interesting about elk, deer, moose, all these animals we call the cervids, is they're the only mammals who have an organ that actually falls off and regenerates every year. These elk antlers grow out in just a matter of a couple of months. In order to grow like that, they need growth factors, steroidal compounds that cause that rapid growth. Those can actually be harvested, freeze-dried, and put into solution that you can actually utilize in your own body. Now, there's been a back and forth history with this being banned for doping in professional athletics. Currently, it is legal, except that it is really rich in IGF-1, which is a banned substance. Now, of course, this is a natural substance. This is not a steroid. But when you look at natural substances, you won't find anything more powerful than elk antler for recovery, for lean muscle growth and maintenance, for metabolic enhancement, and for recovery after injuries and surgery. This is incredible stuff. If you're looking for a natural supplement that boosts your metabolism, helps you grow lean body mass, burns fat, increases libido and energy levels, and helps your body regenerate from your workouts or from injuries or surgeries, take a look at Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. It's a great product. It's one of my faves, and I've ordered some more on sale. And you can get uh, some on sale right now, and it's called Strong. I think it's Strong. I think it's Strong. Yeah, Strong 20. S-T-R-O-N-G 20 is the promo code for Sir Thrival Elk Velvet Antler on sale now for another uh, week or so. Collagen, too. It's a great product. So get 20% off. They've got different um, strengths of them, so just choose the one that uh, works best with your budget. I have a counter full of Shen Blossom products. And um, it's really quite an amazing, amazing company. I originally met uh, Brandon Amalani. He used to work for Daniel uh, years ago, and he used to develop products. And Brandon's really quite an uh, inventor and formulator, and Chinese medicine is his background. And uh, if you go on Shen Blossom, you're going to find some just amazing, amazing. And just read the ingredients. You know, go through there. I encourage you, just read the ingredients and um, of some of these products. The ginseng and the Hoshu Wu. Boy, I love that one. It's a great uh, uh, kidney strengthening product. Kidneys are so powerful for libido and strength and, and just everything. He's got Shizandra, um, Gold Noni Honey, Immune Support, um, Medicinal Mushrooms, Turmeric Formula, Midnight Minerals for Deep Sleep, Potency. He's got a Collagen Powder, Pepper Plus. I use that Pepper Plus. It's this amazing pepper, and um, I use a little bit of that. He's got the Wild Purple Rishi, uh, 50 year old ginseng the Arise male potency formula digestive bitters these are really cool little things uh, the digestive bitters 
where you just, um, he's got him a little container, I don't have any up here, and you put it in your hand, and, and that helps enkindle um, uh, the, the digestive um, model there. So it's really cool stuff. Uh, everything is in Myron glass, and um, see vegetables, miso. So go on there sometime and, and see what you think, and you might want to buy some things. And that would be on Shen Blossom on OneRadioNetwork.com. We appreciate your support. This is how um, we support ourselves, is through product sales. And so far, it's working okay, so that'd be great. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Indeed it is, and we're live here. It is the 11th of May, uh, 2022. And if you care to call and chat it, chat it up, chat it up, chat it up, 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 triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. A lot of people on on um, audio today. We got a few people on video. Most people listen on audio. So thanks for joining us. It's great of you. Great. Good morning, Patrick. When you say we keep coming back to get it right, I can understand that. Each time we come back, we're more spiritual, right? Um, Hopefully, yeah. But if we keep coming back till, in God's eyes, we are a spirit that we will raise up, where do we go in the meantime? Is it what they call purgatory? Thanks. Well, uh, you know, purgatory and limbo, and um, that's all made-up stuff. Um, Nancy, the Catholic religion, made all that up. I can remember, and I'll get to your great question. I I can remember, I think it was eighth grade, and we were having a religion class at at Our Our Lady of Good Counsel in in St. Louis. There was a school that would right up the street from us. And we had these nuns with those big wings, you know. I think they were called Daughters of Charity. And um, and she was explaining about limbo, right? She was explaining, and she was very serious, God love her, that, you know, if a baby, if a baby is not baptized and dies, They go to limbo, some place called limbo, which is separate from purgatory. And they never, ever, ever go to this place called heaven. These are all made up names. And at that moment, I knew she was full of it. Come on. Are you telling me there's this entity called God, Jesus or whatever, that is going to punish a baby because their parents didn't pour some water over their head and say some magic words forever. 
that's when the Catholic Church lost Patrick, early on. Oh, I still went to Mass on Sunday because my mom would have... <laughs> had a cow if I didn't. But it was all, it's all nonsense. So purgatory is nonsense, you know. It, it, they all, all these things stem from the idea of truth where, and I get it how they came to it, because they, but they just make it up as they go and it changes and, and then one pope says this and oh, it's not pretty. Um, you know, our job is to know that we are sparks of God, that we are soul, that we are not the mind, nor the body, and this might be called self-realization. You've heard that term? Self-realization. And, um, you know, a lot of yogic traditions and Hindu, they've come up with initiations for self-realization, but they're all made up too. Yeah. Self-realization is an internal thing that it happens between you and spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, and you actually realize that you are a soul, boom, game over. It's not a mental thing, it's a look and see. Whoa. And once you do that, then the games really begin. And with enough desire and focus and um, intention, desire and asking, you can find a real teacher, a real spiritual master, not just some made-up guy with a beard in India who says he is. They're all good people. They're great. It's fine. If you want to go sit in front of some guy with a beard, and we've all done it. But to have a, a true teacher is a teacher that is God realized and then can get with you, work with you on the inner planes and show you around and guide you. And if you want to find that teacher, just ask. And as the old saying goes, what is it? When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Just like back to 1986, when I was ready, when I asked God for help, this angel named Nuva came in and helped me. Now, how do you, you can't make that up. And later on, I asked him, How did you come to Austin? You know, how did you get here? He said, He and this fellow. They just knew that they needed to do a trip. They needed to take a road trip. They didn't know why. They both had the int intuition. He was very evolved spiritually. Still is, of course. And um, and they did a little, um, what do they call those things where you spin it? What do they call that? 
when you have a little weight on a chain. People use it to see what the right foods are. Pendulum. They did a pendulum on a map and it landed right on Austin. So he, uh, they came to Austin. They went to Whole Foods, of course, you know, if you're hippies. And he saw a little, um, a little thing on the bulletin board advertising our organic farm. And he said, oh, let's go there. So that's how he found me. He sees how spirit works. Boom, boom. Patrick's desire. Spirit worked with Nuba to say, hey, why don't you go somewhere? Um, why don't you go to Whole Foods? Intuition. Spirit. Well, whoop, out there. And um, that's how it works. But somehow I was so I'm very grateful that I had earned the right to meet him because I was ready for the teacher. And that could have taken two lifetimes or all this whole lifetime. Who knows? So uh, the key is for you, if I can encourage you, is to just don't give up on wanting to know what the truth is. Always be looking for the truth. Always. Try to find people to hang with that are into the truth. Be careful what you listen to. Most of it's fear porn. And uh, I would encourage you to spend this lifetime knowing wanting to know and look and see that you are soul and that you are not the body and mind to know it. Then you'll be on your way. You'll be on your way. Write down your dreams and ask God for guidance all the time. Trust God, ask God all the things we talk about and put it all together. And It'll, it'll, it'll happen. You'll... So, let me see. What did she ask? So, let's see. But if we keep coming back till in God's eyes or a spirit that he will raise up, well, God doesn't raise us up. That's an illusion, too. God doesn't raise us up. Well, kind of, sort of, but we do it. You know, we... It's almost like, well, you know, it's hard to say that those words are kind of funny, but it's almost like, um, I, I look at it like, I keep working and allow, allowing spirit, which is how big God manifests itself in the physical, just kind of eats me up just gobbles me up. So I surrender myself to spirit. You know it is the Holy Spirit. People call it chi or prana or life. It just is in everything, right? Everything. From fleas to horses to cows to people, uh, plants, uh, broccoli. This is what runs everything, is spirit. <laughs> 
divine spirit. This is what we call the Ek and Ekankar, but it's the spirit. This is what they used 500 years ago to uh, have energy and have lights and power tools to build things. What Tesla figured out just to extract uh, energy, which is what everything is, from the ether, and they did it. And it was only until the Freemasons, what, 400 years ago or five, they, they, they said, no, you can't do that. And so we didn't have electricity between, I think, maybe 15 or 1600 until Tesla came out and said, Here, here's how you can do it. You can just do it and put up towers and it'll be free. But um, the boys got a hold of him and went with Edison, Edison Light Company, and they've been charging us for it ever since. So it's all a big scam. <laughs> but, you know, things are coming around again, and I'm sure there's going to be uh, little home systems, uh, just like they did back in the castles when they had these antennas to have our own little home systems and we won't have to be buying electricity. I'm sure there's people working on that. I'm not sure, but, you know, I suspect they are. So, um, I think it's more of a surrendering to it, to love, and to spirit, and to God. And the more we trust it, the more it trusts us, and the more we ask, the more we receive, and the more we accept the more we get, the more we can accept love, the more love we get, and the more we love God, the more God loves us, even though we can't really picture what that is. Um, and that's why That's why in Ekankar we have a, and I'm not a, a official um, spokesman for Ekankar whatsoever. Trust me, I'm just this is just my path, and you can look at it if it's interesting to you. Ekankar.org. Um, I'm not ashamed of it, or not. I don't. I don't care about speaking about it. People talk about their religion all the time. Christians especially. And nothing wrong with the Christian religion, nothing wrong with the Bible, it's a great book and all that. But you just choose which one you want and see what gets you to the, gets you to where you want to be. So this is the idea of a living master in the physical that is hmm, is a God-realized being because he carries that state of consciousness, God, and then you really kind of want to have one here in the physical 
plane because we're in physical bodies. And that's the whole line, that's the whole idea behind uh, unbroken line of masters, which many past claim to, but this is the only one I know that really is true. There's always been a person in a physical body in on the earth plane that embodied this state of consciousness. And then that soul then can work with you on the inner planes as well. So you want to have a master that is an inner master and an outer master, that same state of consciousness. So, so where we go is a really unique uh, um, a unique proposition to think about. It's way by my pay grade to know exactly. But it will all depend, all depend on my state of consciousness that we have today. If we would get hit by a flying bus and your state of consciousness that you are today, if a cow sits on you, oh, and that would really depend on where you go when your body goes because you are soul and you're going to go somewhere trust me <laughs> uh, and, uh, and you're just not going to fade to black and that's it and and who you'll meet and what you'll do and what your job will be and what you need to learn or if you have to come back here or not it's all a very personal thing depending on your relationship with God whatever that is and everybody has one whether they think they do or not, even if they're atheists, you know, they have a relationship with divine spirit and God, even if they say, I don't believe you. That's a relationship because they actually said something to it. (laughs) So they have a relationship to it. So who knows where they're going to go. doesn't mean they're going to go to a place called hell or anything, but they'll go someplace, um, I'm just conjecturing here, it's my opinion, they'll go someplace that will help them to maybe learn that atheism um, is not going to it's not going to serve them the next place they go or the place where they are now. You know, I do. So spirit, just like the body, is always trying, doing everything it can to help Nancy, who wrote in, thanks Nancy, and Patrick and you, to become more aware of the truth. That's what it does because that's its, its essence. That's what it's made of is is um, love and peace and compassion and um, patience and gentleness and everything good you know that those are what God is made out of all the words and this is what we're made out of this is our essence and when we see it, it's more light than anything else. It's just energy. So we're really little light beams. You know, once we really look and see that, whoa, or have some out-of-body experiences where you see what's going on, um, I mean, it really is the all-time game-changer because... 
even though we fall into it from time to time for 30 seconds or a minute or sometimes an hour if we get bonkers because yeah, we do um, but we can jump back out of it and say whoa that's weird I don't think I need to go there any longer you know that's pretty much what it is um, just be careful you never want to give yourself a hard time for spending 10 minutes in a black hole that was uh, criticizing somebody or, or angry with somebody you know, once you realize that you're doing it, just stop and do something else, and and then wherever you go, there you are. You know, the whole the whole guilt thing about doing stuff has been how religions have built uh, their religions was guilt. Um, it's all built on guilt. All religions are built on guilt. They just have different holidays. <laughs> That's right. That's all about guilt. Because see, without guilt you wouldn't need the intermediary, the priest or the bishop or the pope or, or somebody to forgive your sins. See, that's the big lie. Uh, you don't need to get your sins forgiven. Just don't do them anymore. Think God really cares if you do something crazy? I guess if God can talk and my spiritual teacher, my spiritual master would say, what would you learn from that? And leave it at that. Never, ever, you shouldn't do that, don't do that. That's the trap, you know. Most often, real masters are just letting us look and see how it works, how we feel when we get angry at somebody, or how we feel when we want to change somebody. And then if we're aware enough to know how we feel, we go, no, I don't think I want to do that anymore. So we look and we see, and then that's how we learn, not some spiritual teacher saying, well, you really shouldn't get angry. Because then it's an all mental trip. Does that make sense? Then it's all just some mental thing. So most good, real, real masters, I don't say good, but real masters, they're just allowing um, us to look and see how we want to feel and how we want to work. Well, it's a little bit before 11 o'clock. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. If you'd like to join the show, um, anything at all, you can call 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Don't be shy about asking questions about this. Um, questions are great. There's not a dumb question. Not a dumb question ever, 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 ever. Keep in mind that unconditional love, which is what God is or what spirit is, means totally unconditional. Which means 
Think about your dog, okay? Or your cow. Or your horse. They have unconditional love for their human. Dogs get it. Does a dog ever give you a hard time about what you've done? Does a cat? Well, sometimes cats do because they're from another planet. They might <laughs> they might scratch you and tell you don't do that. But they're just, you know, that's just their, their DNA. <clears throat> but dogs don't. They just love you. So if you want to learn about unconditional love, get a dog. And then take that energy and that that, where, that awareness and uh, that's how you want to work with your significant other. As crazy as they are, you get that one down. That's why you married them. To learn how to love them regardless. Spend time doing that and that's your spiritual exercise for the day. And You'll never be the same. Your life will get so much better. I mean, why else would you marry somebody that's bonkers? To spend your life trying to change them or be mad at them or no? Most people don't want to do it because it's too much work. So they just get a divorce, yeah. All the time. Now there are there are certain cases, trust me, I know, there are certain cases when the person you're with uh, gets to be, no, nah, this is not happening, and no matter, you know. But there's also certain cases when if you really love the person deep down his soul, you could hang there and um, just learn how to let let go of them, no matter what they do. Never try to change them. Never, never try to tell them you shouldn't do that, or I don't like that, or I don't agree with you, or whatever it is. Which takes a tremendous amount of energy and wherewithal, and uh, most folks are not up for it, um, and then they just live a life of quiet desperation. Oh, well, you know, she's just, you know, whatever. Who wants to live like that? You know, we, we come as, uh, as eagles. Uh, we have to be strong. Not have to be, but we want to be strong and daring and uh, adventurous. And it takes a lot of courage to go through life without without wimping out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? And you know, sometimes then you wonder, is it, what am I doing here? Did I sign up for this? Holy cow. <laughs> and uh, the short answer is, yeah, we did. Uh, we did. Now, we weren't told exactly everything we had to go through. You know what I mean? Um, 
if we did, we probably would. We probably said, no, I don't want to do that. I'm going to stay here for a while. <laughs> said, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. I can say that very um, clearly. Um, as I've been moving through, well, I won't say that, but in the last 10 years, maybe 10 years, I think probably since 2010, really, when I really started digging into on a, on a no, whole nother level about who I was and why I was, um, I think, you know, right after the beginning of the show is when I really took it to another level, even though my whole life I've been thinking about it and everything. Um, I, I've gone through, and I'm not saying this to say, look at me and I'm so special, and, but, you know, spiritual growth can be painful. It can be, and um, it doesn't have to be. Everybody's different. Um, but my thing when I did the irritable bowel thing you know the colon thing and then sciatica twice and then heartburn and over the last 10 years all just to teach me the things we talk about that was the model that I used to learn how it works because I didn't know any, any other way to do it you know what I mean? I mean, I had all these um, all access to all of these doctors and natural healers. I mean, everybody. And I could email them and ask questions and try stuff and take stuff. But I knew, just kind of intuitively, all of it, especially on the colon thing, which was crazy, that it was really um, just a way to learn how um, the tension I was creating on all levels, physically, spiritually, emotionally, the tension was creating the, the, the um, what they call irritable bowel syndrome or, or Crohn's and all that stuff. It's very painful. I mean, there were days when I was on the floor in a fetal position in so much pain. And Sharon did the show a couple times. I think Adam did. Couldn't even do the show. Um, it was just the way that I chose for some reason to learn this whole soul, mind, body thing, and I had to go through it and look at it because I just intuitively knew, all, even with doing all the things I was doing, the colostrum and all the stuff, aloe, I, I just knew that uh, the action was is to learn how it had been creating tension unknowingly, unconsciously, about life. What am I doing here? And, uh, my God, government or whatever, right? All the things we, we think about politics and it was just it was just my way of creating a, a canary in a cold mine thing so I would learn not to do it so I don't recommend it doing that but you know that's pretty much what disease is is we create these things so we can learn how to not have them any longer <laughs> um, Melissa Sell and I talked about it yesterday by the way if you um, if you want to really uh, see a 
or listen to a great uh, show. Melissa Sellis on the front page of One Radio Network, and uh, we'll put it up on BitChute uh, today, so you can watch it on on BitChute if you want. Did you know the DNA of the pearl and we humanoids are very similar? Did you know that? The DNA that's responsible to create the pearl is very similar to how our human calcium metabolism is done. So it's very, very uh, interesting. That's why the pearl is so good for our skins, for our bones, for even to rejuvenate our bone marrows, mm-hmm. rejuvenate our bones, and rejuvenate our skins, uh-huh. and also nerve systems, and you know, joints, all kind of um, muscles, and like eyesight, our eyes is, is a big muscle, basically, and also our heart. It's very good for the heart. It's quite interesting that she mentioned the pearl works to build the bone marrow, and in Ayurveda medicine, they've often talked about the idea when you build the bone marrow is when you build beauty and longevity. Curious. Pearl, this is a great product. You can brush your teeth with it, and in my opinion, you'll see amazing results on your toothies. Really amazing. You can take it internally, mix it with face cream. Our link on One Radio Network goes to a two-pack where you get a great discount, but if you only want one to start, just click around and you get yourself one. Pearl Sim, click on the ad on front page, OneRadioNetwork.com. We were talking to Wayne Blakely, the Living Streams guy, and he told us some interesting things about sulfur. When we eat the glyphosate, yeah. what it does inhibits the plant from uptaking any minerals and nutrients from the soil. Right, right. And the plants die. Okay, so that's what it does to us. When we eat the glyphosate, it's exactly the same thing. It stops the uptake of minerals, and especially sulfur. And sulfur causes people... We're made up of 52% sulfur take away the water, okay? And we're sulfur beings. We have to have sulfur to keep us sane. We have to, to have sulfur in our brains to keep us sane. Otherwise, we go, we get manic, you know, bipolar, uh, things like this, and you have to be on drugs. That's, a, that's all caused from the glyphosate. Yeah, we've heard that about the sulfur. We've had uh, Stephanie Senefon from MIT. Yeah, I know Stephanie. Yeah, yeah do you? And the whole yeah. sulfur cycle. Oh, yeah. Well, we probably would be eating sulfur every day, whether the glyphosates are there or not, but this is another good reason. People just feel better taking it. brings oxygen everywhere. You can order sulfur. Three prices, United States, Canada, and worldwide. Email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com if you want to order more than four pounds and a discount. Sulfur, organic sulfur. Yeah, it's the real deal. There's no silicone dioxide, nothing else but pure organic sulfur on OneRadioNetwork.com. Yeah, we have one of the few pure ones out there, so that's why people uh, buy our sulfur. If you like more than, um, if you like more than two pounds, uh, you can get four and on up. Uh, we do it in two-pound batches. Um, so, so um, just email me, and we give a discount about ten percent, and then uh, some folks get eight or nine pounds and we do 15 percent eight pounds or more and you can team up with the neighbors and i i do this every day in my life twice a day i do a tablespoon not that what i do is important but i think hair skin and nails and detoxing of of um of yuck stuff uh we get yuck stuff in the air and the water and food we just do because you know the earth plane is you know 
a lot of landmines. And boy, it, it's one of the best things for metals and things, and, and it'll really go a long way to help you uh, live longer and without a lot of issues. So, seriously. I'm cereal. I'm gluten-free cereal on that one, baby. <laughs> Just email me if you like more than uh, four pounds, four pounds or more. Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. This is a technology that I use every day, every day, and every day. This and was previously day. with George Wiseman about his AquaCure machine making hydrogen, gas, and water out of the same hose. Listen. The body accepts that gas and uses it to heal everything. It's like the fountain of youth. It's a, astonishing the amount of ailments. In fact, in scientific studies, and they have over a thousand scientific studies now, they are showing that it either helps the body heal directly or indirectly from virtually every ailment that ails any water-based life form. But it works just as well on animals and plants and lizards and birds and everybody. And you're saying this because this machine called the AquaCure split into five different parts. Six. I got hydrogen, oxygen, electro, enhanced water, water vapors, monoatomic hydrogen. What else? And monoatomic oxygen. Oh, the monooxygen. And that's what your machine does? It splits it? Yes, it, it makes that mixture inside the machine. And all that comes out a single hose. The same host. A gas? As a gas, in gaseous form, yes. And you breathe it or you put it in water? So if you bubble the Brown's gas into this water, yeah. into, let's say, distilled water, it will go to a negative ORP. And when you drink that, it actually gives your body an, an electrical energy, this, these electrons. Instead of sucking energy from you, it gives it. So you can have water that is healthful and not healthful just by the energy that's in the water. You want to get one? Me too. Ours is on the way. Check this out. Lifetime warranty on the machine itself. Okay, enough about you, Patrick. Lime's on the way. <laughs> it's two and a half years old. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I... We have a small staff here, so if I went and redid all the commercials, whatever. It doesn't matter. It is what it is, but there's a 20% discount right now, and I've been using mine for two and a half years. Breathe it every day and uh, make water every day, and this water is very powerful. Uh, so it's a cool, cool technology. I think you'll enjoy it very much. Um, AquaCure Brown's Gas Machine, 20% off, 20% off today, May 11. I don't know how long it's going to be on 20%, but George and I worked it out. Promo code one radio, lifetime warranty, money back, no questions asked warranty for one year. When's the last time you had any technology tell you that they'll give you your money back between now and a year from now? Duh. <laughs> they, they control them so they, so they break before a year. George is just the opposite of that. 20% discount, promo code, one radio. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, I think I should do the right one here. Hi there, Patrick Timpone. It's a little bit after 11 o'clock. We're live here uh, on May 11, and uh, our phone lines are open if you want to call. Um, 
hit something and then I was going to go somewhere and then Lynn, who takes notes for us in the flattest state of the, the world, uh, uh, Nebraska, she sent me two different scriptures. God love her. What of what I was talking about. So we got Matthew 13. A farmer went out to sow a seed, and he was scattering the seed. Some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up and the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root, other seed fell among thorns which grew and choked the plants. Still other seeds fell on the good soil where it produced a crop 160 or 30 times what was grown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. So that's the idea. And then the mustard seed, Matthew 13, 31, 32, he presented another parable to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in the field and then is smaller than all other seeds. But when it's full grown, it is larger than the garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and nest in the branches. Nickel. That's the same principle as um, um, the teacher doesn't want to throw his seeds, his um, teachings, and his um, insights into rocky soil. It's not going to grow. Why waste your time? And then the idea of the mustard seed, just one kernel of an idea, can then grow from there to, to God. Okay, OneRadioNetwork.com. Um, great show. Oh, this is fun. Thanks, Don. Don just sent this in. Hello, Patrick. Uh, Don from Florida. Enjoy it when you're on Fridays and other days when you talk about these cool things. Well, thanks. Great show with Melissa yesterday. I've listened to it twice. Do you have the video? Yeah, it's going to be up on BitChute um, today. After the show, I'll get it up on BitChute and you can watch Melissa because it's great to see the video because she's, uh, she's really on it. I'm quite curious of how you both are so sure oh, of German New Medicine laws and how this disease thing works. Thank you. How are we so sure? Hmm. 